You are listening to the Black Sitcom History Podcast with Shannon and Summer, where we explore issues from episodes of the most popular and polarizing black television sitcoms from the 1970s and beyond. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to Black Sitcom History. I am Shannon. And I'm Summer, and we are back talking about the Jeffersons. We are on season one, episode seven. The title of this episode is called Lionel Cries Uncle. And um, it was aired, it first aired March 1st, 1975, as I have just updated my notes. Because I originally said 2020. Right. We've having these dates messed up. up. (laughs) Well, okay. That's okay. Um, Something funny I just thought about. So our first, I believe up to episode 13, will all coincide with the show itself. So it would be season one, episode seven, which we're on. And Mm -hmm. this is also our seventh podcast episode. Yes. So um, once we get to season two, it would be whichever episode of that season, but the episode that we're on on will not coincide with the particular episode of the Jeffersons. But um, so it's called the title of the show. Once again, is Lionel Cried Uncle. The title after watching the episode, well, I was expecting something different from the episode mm-hmm. title. That Lionel cries uncle. Um, I really thought the episode was going to focus um, or be more or all about, sorry, all about Lionel. Mm-hmm. But it turns out that it was about um, Louise's brother coming to, I'm sorry, Louise's uncle coming to visit. And uh, the funny part about this is George calls her uncle, Uncle Tom. What was his real name? His uncle, name is Uncle Ward. Uncle Ward. But he calls him Uncle Tom because he's a, he, well, he's, his career, the majority of his career, he was a butler. A butler. Yes. Right. And this brings us back to um, our previous episode when I asked, um, do they still use maid as a house cleaner? So I wonder if they still use butler um, for a, a butler. Because a, a butler and a maid are like two different things. Like a, a butler, he just uh, he's just there to, to serve you. A maid pretty much cooks clean. Mm-hmm. And that's it. And a butler is like a, a chauffeur, make me a drink type thing. Assistant. Assistant. Or like a, uh, an assistant. Right. So it's like an assistant. So, um, so yeah, he, he, he is a butler. Um he he moved his way up as louise said he was actually working in the in the fields and moved on up to working in the house and he became a a a, a butler mm-hmm. i don't know if he is the butler of the family that owned him or he's just a butler of of, of another i don't think he family. was owned well, in the he, fields that's the way she said it that he worked his way up to work in the house. In the episode, she said that. Yeah, but I, that doesn't... Just because people worked in the fields don't doesn't mean that they were slaves. They were just... This is true. This is true. I don't think that he was a slave. Okay. But he worked in the field. Fact, when, let's fact check ourselves later. Our, our okay. audience fact, fact checked us on that. But this is 1975. I don't think he was... Oh, maybe he but was that that. But he's he her, must wasn't that that old. Though. He's her uncle, so he, he was older. So, he, and yes, there were some cotton picking still going on mm-hmm. in the thirties and forties when he could have been a young man or young adult or whatever. Yeah, and he just, but but here nor there, you are true. So I mean, just because you work the fields don't mean you are a slave. Mm-hmm. Um, so. With that said, he, he becomes a, a butler. So George calls him Uncle Tom because he thinks that he he is um, still doing, um, I wouldn't say slave type work, but it's he has a master. 
so he to just, speak. Uh, he's a, a yes man. He's like, yes, sir. Yeah. No, sir. Everything, sir. He just talks about him. And he speaks very properly, too. He's not, you know, doesn't speak like he's from the city. No, and see, that was something that um, that stuck with me. How you, by being a butler, you can actually have the best of both worlds, pretty much. You can become educated. You can learn how um, rich people interact and the things that they do. Matter of fact, Uncle Ward... He he said to um, George, asked him something. How did you know that? Mm-hmm. And he replied, "Well, um, my my um, my employer has I almost said my boss, like my slave master, but the person he worked for has a library in the house. Mm-hmm. So Uncle Ward is able to read whenever he wants, how long as he wants, as long as you know it's not interfering with his with his work. So with that being said, I think." Um, if you are a butler and you can take advantage of those things, it'll benefit you in the in the in the long run. And another thing, George asked him, "Why do you call everybody sir?" And he told him, "It's it's a a, a respect thing. It's mm-hmm. not about who I work for. It's just a respectful thing to do. Right. You know, just because I am a butler doesn't mean that uh, you need to disrespect me." in a different way right. or a certain way. And uh, so whoever I meet, I give them that respect by calling them, them sir. But it, was, it wasn't mentioned specifically, but when Uncle Ward did arrive, this is the first time I remember seeing the doorman in any episode too. The, yes. the, he, he helps bring in Uncle Ward's um, luggage. And um, so I, it wasn't said directly, but I don't know if, George thought he was calling him sir because he was white or no, I think that's what it was. Yeah. I think that's definitely what it was. And, uh, and in return, the doorman was calling him sir as well. Right. And George made a point to, to tip the doorman (laughs) a a dollar. And when he tipped him $2, the doorman called him sir twice. And George, (laughs) George told uncle Ward was like, see what $2 give me. It gives me a sir twice. (laughs) You know, meaning like you don't necessarily have to call everyone sir. And that's when Uncle Ward tells him it's just a thing, you know, out of respect. Mm-hmm. It's something I've, I've learned, you know. And it seemed like um, Uncle Ward was very well-spoken, yes, educated. And I told you how his um, he became, well, what helped him become more educated is because it, his... um the person he worked for had a library in their home. He was able to just to read. And um, growing up, you know, I would always hear people say knowledge is key or whatever. Um, I think it's, it is important to be well-read and, and know a lot of things. I'm not a big reader. That's why I'm so happy that um, we're able to have audiobooks now. Mm-hmm. Um, but even by listening to the audiobooks, I, I've learned so much. Um, podcast has taught me a lot, you know, but knowledge is, is key. And no matter where you come from, people can't take that away from you, you know, and that can help you. Uh, knowledge can help you skate along. I'm not going to say skate along, but it'll help you along in, in life in general um, as far as up mobility. You know, the more you know, the the better off you are basically uh if you if you don't know nothing it, you can't really get anywhere mm-hmm. um i'm sure george had to learn about dry cleaning you know he he didn't become successful automatically no. right automatically yeah. no he had to learn some type of way so no matter what it is that you you need to or want to learn learn as much about that one particular thing as possible, especially if it's, if it's your, your passion, you know? Yeah. I, I think though in, in uncle, uh, I was about to call him uncle Tom uncle Tom. In uncle Ward's case, you know, how he speaks is, is also just a reflection of his environment, you know? And when you're working in a certain environment for people, you know, it's, it's expected that you 
conduct if you're conducting business on their behalf for their household that you conduct it with a certain um a certain amount of professionalism um a, uh, you know just a respect respectful and proper manner so you know he he doesn't have that he has he may have that street in him mm-hmm. but he doesn't street talk right you know, it's we and we've talked about this before too. Like your your work voice yeah. and your regular voice. And he just carries his work voice on. into his but, life. But I don't think that's his that's his everyday voice because yeah. I don't think he interacts with a, a lot of uh, black people. I think he does a lot of interaction with only white people. Sure. So he might be disconnected, and I'm not going to say disassociated. He might be disconnected with um slang um certain words that are used in the inner city compared to where he's working right but yeah i don't that that's just his his voice that he was oh i think it's definitely yeah. his every his it, you know it's, yeah. it's become a part of who him yeah. if, if that's not how he was talking before he started working as a buckler mm-hmm. a butler that's a part of who he, who he is and his yeah. his nature. But we see a little bit later on in the episode when some things happen and we see a different side comes come out of him when that's how we get into this Lionel cries uncle business. Yeah. But what was yeah. what was Lionel's deal? So there there was a storyline weaved in into this with Lionel. Mm-hmm. So with Lionel. The story wasn't all about him, but he had um, in the beginning of the of the episode, he's boasting about being on the dean's list because he's doing well academically. Thank goodness, because we were worried about Lionel. You know, Lionel's about to drop out a few episodes ago, so he's doing well in school, thankfully. And um, he goes, and by the time he comes back, he's kicked out of school. Because he got caught up in somebody else's race riot or something at the, at the school, and um, his pride kept him from you know he flipped off the the dean or somebody in the school and got got kicked out, um, and so that's his story inter interweaved into um, this episode. Yeah, and I'm gonna back up a little bit. Um, it was it was an incident where um, Uncle Ward was talking to the doorman and how they he used the word "sir" several times, and um, George received a phone call from some type of financial institution mm. or whatever, mm-hmm. and it sounded like. They were congratulating him because he received a loan or something in that matter, and how he used he was using the word "sir" over right. and over again. Uh, again, yes. And when he got off the phone, Uncle Ward asked him, "Like, what's the difference between you using "sir" in that manner and the way I use it with um, the doorman or my employee at work?" Mm-hmm. Um, and what I got out of it was he was saying so. It's okay for you to use it when it's going to benefit you. Right. But it's not okay for me to use it um, to basically do my job or whatever. Mm-hmm. Or not do my job, but just to to give respect to somebody else mm-hmm. or whatever. So it was like George was almost like kissing up or really almost turning into a so-called Uncle Tom because, um, you know, under the Uncle Tom um, meaning, per se, is how y- you change your attitude and the way you act when you're amongst a white person or whatnot. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, yeah. He, he called it business. Business, right. So, and, and that that is funny because when you're conducting business with someone, um, your demeanor changes, um, the, the words you decide to use change. Um, and you giving that person more respect. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I I see that in myself. You know, when I'm conducting business, I'm I'm on my best behavior, whatever. You know, I'm making sure um, 
I'm crossing my T's and dotting my I's and I'm on my P's and Q's or whatnot. So regardless if it's a, a, a white person or a black person or whoever I'm dealing with, you know, it's 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 all about business and 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 things change, you know, your attitude. And I'm not changing as a person. Yeah, just like Summer said in the episode before that you, um, when in Rome do among when you're in Rome do what the Romans do basically. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, uh, Uncle Uncle Ward was trying to distinguish what's the difference, George. Like you are doing it, and you're not. You don't even know it. You don't even realize it. Right. You know, so how could you call me Uncle Tom, and you're doing the same thing I'm I do, but in a different um, situation. It's, yeah. it's benefiting you, basically. But he already sees, he already looks down on Uncle Ward because of just what he, his his job, job the job yeah. that he did. It's like, you know, we talked about in episode one about the maids being the, the help, mm-hmm. basically. Um, and, yeah, so he, he already just looks down on him for his profession. And, and you know, I think... I think Uncle Ward is proud, unashamed of being a, a butler. Oh yeah. Uh, um and you and you know, we bring this up, we brought this up before. Don't 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 be ashamed of, of who you are. You know. Um he doesn't and it seems like you know they they say like if you if you love your job, you never work a day in your life. Mm-hmm. And it seems like Uncle Ward really was proud of of being a butler happy with being a butler matter of fact he, he was about to retire you know yeah, um, retired. He, mm-hmm. he, he came across some money somewhere being a butler all these years to finally retire and move down to georgia right and that's something else george said you're going to you're going to retire and move down to georgia in the <laughs> south right after being a butler with white people all this time yeah you're going to move down to the south you know, mm-hmm. um, so that that was funny in itself. So there's more to this episode. I'm happy this episode we, we have um, a few issues to discuss. Like Summer said, there was a little confrontation with um, with at Lionel School, not with him per se. Um, but when he came home, you know, I thought in this episode it 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 made me feel as if he was lying about the whole situation. Because really, yeah. Well, you know, let's let's take a break, and uh, I'll tell you I'll tell you why um, when we come back from this break. All right. Hey everyone, welcome back to Black Sitcom History. Um, they're in our next segment, but before we get started with this segment, I want to direct you all again to our Instagram page. It's at Black Sitcom History on Instagram, go ahead and slide into our DMs and let us know what you're thinking about these episodes. Um, Share your reactions. Um, And if you happen to post anything related to um, our content, our podcast, yeah, definitely go ahead and tag us um, in in those posts. We would appreciate it and we love to see who's out there listening. Um, So let's go ahead and get into the rest of the show. Yeah, speaking of who's listening, um, from our algorithm, is that how you pronounce it? Algorithm. A- algorithm. Well, analytics. Analytics, sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do know that we have some listeners from South Africa. Mm-hmm. Shout out to South Shout Africa. Shout out to South Africa. We have some listeners from... Ireland. Ireland. And it's funny because my name is Shannon, and that means short and wise. Um, it's an Irish name. So um, thanks for listening <laughs> on that alone. And, uh, of course, we have listeners right here in the USA. And um, Norway. And Norway as mm-hmm. well. So we're, we're international. international. <laughs> so, we appreciate all of you. And I really hope that those that you know the VPN is, it's a system that you use on your internet. So if you're, you don't want the, uh, not Uncle Tom, you don't want the big brother Mm-hmm. Knowing your every action that you're doing via uh, internet or whatnot, it's a way to block that out. And what I think it does is it, it shows that you're um, located someplace else that you aren't. So hopefully, those listeners that we shouted out 
aren't. Yeah, I don't know about all that. I'm just going to say yeah. Thank we you. have listeners from all over the world, mm. including South Africa, Norway, and Ireland. Uh, thank you. <laughs> thank you. And we, we plan to grow. Um, so like I was saying before we went to break, it I thought Lionel was lying about the altercation that went on at school because that morning he just told his parents that he's on the dean list mm-hmm. and then when he comes home from school he's all he's not beat up but you can tell he's been into a fight his, his clothes were torn he had a band-aid over his eye or whatever so i thought that maybe he got into something that was his fault and didn't want to tell the truth to his to his parents because they were so proud of him mm-hmm. that morning that's what i thought the, how the show was going to lead into and that uncle was uncle ward was going to help him lie about it oh so that's why um that's why the title lionel cries uncle i figure well maybe he's going to lie about something and his uncle is going to help him get out of it some type of way but also teach him a lesson like lying isn't good but um i'm going to help you get out of this anyway so what happens at at lionel school there's some type of racial tension that that goes on in the rec center or whatever and Lionel tries to intervene and um, break it up at the beginning. And that didn't work. So <laughs> what he tried to do, it was basically between the whites and blacks. And what he tried to do was blend in with the with the Puerto Ricans <laughs> and try and sneak out or whatever. But um, I guess his blackness <laughs> didn't allow that, or they, well, he didn't know he didn't know how to speak oh, Spanish. That's what it was, mm-hmm. but yeah, they, he's, they, he's, they said something in Spanish. He was like Kimosabi. Yeah, right. That's what it was. <laughs> so like, the, the Puerto, because because like, no. that's because Puerto come in all shades. So he could sure. he could have blended in for sure. <laughs> but if you don't know the language, yeah, that's a yeah. key. Um, that's that's key that you're not part of. <laughs> you're not you're not part of. You're this, not one of right. us. So, yeah, so the Puerto Ricans start speaking Spanish, and he doesn't have anything to say in Spanish. So they were like, yeah, you, you know, you need to go help out the black people that's over there um, fighting, or, fighting or whatnot. So um, after the um, altercation or whatnot, he he needs to go see the dean. And um, I guess him and the dean gets into it, and he decides to give the dean... Um, a visual bad word. So he, he gives him the finger. The, he gives him the peace sign, but he puts one finger down. He puts one finger down. <laughs> um, so he gives the dean the finger, and um, the dean wants to kick him out of school, not just off the dean's list, but out, out, of out of school altogether. Mm-hmm. So now Lionel's at home, and he's telling the family the story or whatever, and uh, Uncle Uncle Ward tells him, like, look, you know, fight for, for what you think is right. You know, mm-hmm. if you feel that he deserved what he got, the finger or whatever, don't just sit back and take their, their um, answer to the situation as, like, like final say-so. It's written mm-hmm. in stone. Mm-hmm. Like, have a say so. Well, he, any going back to that situation, Lionel felt like he was just crawling and begging. You know, he's like he was like he didn't want to go back and just be begging to get get put in school, put back in school, or to not be kicked out and have that be final. But he just didn't want to do anything that looked like he was apologizing for something that he didn't start or wasn't a part of. So. His best response was to just be like, just take the L, like, oh, I got kicked out because I flipped him off, and that's what he deserved. <laughs> yeah, right. So exactly what you're saying, like, yeah. Um, so Lionel did not want to go back to apologize, um, but he, so Uncle was trying to explain to him like, uh, there's other ways to get your point across, I guess, without necessarily apologizing or kissing up to the, um, the person at hand that put you in the situation as far as kicking you out, out of school. Uh, he was saying, um, you, you know, you are a man, 
go have a sit down with this dean, mm-hmm. tell him uh, the whole situation because Lionel was trying to leave. He he didn't want to be part of it. He he tried to actually break everything up beforehand, and it just so happened he got thrown back into it. Mm-hmm. So why are you kicking me out of school when I was the one actually trying to break it up? And I'm not gonna let anybody sit here with my butt. Right. I need to fight back, but I did try to break it up and leave at the same time. So um, I don't think I owe you an apology. I think if anything, you should sit down and listen to um, the truth or what happened or my side of the story mm-hmm. before you make a decision to kick me out. Uh, just because uh, I was amongst the the bad people doesn't mean that I was the one that... That I was one of well, them. Yeah, I wasn't the one that initiated yeah. it all or whatever. But Louise eventually does go down there, right? So um, I had a, I didn't have that in my notes. I just don't... But I do recall now that she did go down to the school and she talked to... The, the dean. The dean. And she talked to the dean... Um, and made some arrangement to have him have Lionel go back, make an apology or sign an apology and pay for the damage that he caused um, at the school. And Lionel was just like not having it because he one He doesn't feel like he needs to apologize for anything because he didn't do anything to start or keep that um, keep that altercation going on. And he didn't cause the damage. So he was like, that wasn't good enough. You know, just getting back into school wasn't good enough for him. You know, he's got that pride like his dad. So just being able to get back in isn't good enough. Now at this point though, as prideful as George is, he's just like, Oh, okay, let me go ahead and get my, get my checkbook and I'll go ahead and write this check right now. I'll give you a blank check and you take it up to the school and do what you need to do. Because his pride is like, my son needs to be in school and get this education. Even if it came with Lionel apologizing. Mm-hmm. And that's something that Lionel, he, he, he felt he didn't need to apologize for, you know, yeah. his actions. Because I don't think he was actually, well, I'm sure he didn't let anybody just beat on him. But I'm sure he was not actually throwing elbows, you know, like really fighting back. Defending uh, himself. Def- defending himself. That's probably all he was doing. He was doing enough to defend himself from getting knocked out. Right. You know. Um, but Uncle, so Uncle Uncle Ward s- steps in and explains to him, like, you, you know, I understand the, the pride you have. You know, um, there were s- certain situations uh, as a black man growing up that it was times where. Um, there was no apologies that I could make. I just had to prove a point and, and tell people and show people that um, what you thought about me is, is wrong and this is this was what actually happened um, during the situation. Mm-hmm. And when he speaks, George and Lionel finally realize that Uncle Ward is not uh, Uncle Tom at all. He's a man that that um, sticks up for what he thinks is right. It just so happens that he is a butler, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm sure he had words with his employer over the years, like, hey, you know, I am your butler, but don't treat me like trash. You know, he seemed like a very stand-up man. And when he said what he said, George and Lionel had different thoughts about Uncle now. Like they 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 were like, okay, you deserve to be called Uncle Ward, mm-hmm. and we don't consider you a, a Uncle Tom a- anymore. Yeah. Now leading leading up to to them, I want to backtrack just a little bit because leading up t- to this, um, this is the conversation that George and Uncle Ward have where he goes into talking about how he read in his um, employer's. Li- um, library at his home so they actually talk about the word Uncle Tom and who the uh, who the original Uncle Tom was who 
was a slave. Um, he tells a story about him being a slave and that he had freed um, many slaves even before the Underground Railroad. So that's where it comes up where um, Uncle Ward is well-read. And, you know, this is some history. As, as, as much as George talks about Uncle Ward being an Uncle Tom, and, you know, he doesn't really know a whole lot of history. You know what I'm saying? But Uncle Ward knows a, a lot more about Black history than George does. Um, so by the time... Uncle Ward intervenes to talk to Lionel. George is kind of like, oh, I, I like this guy now. He's he's okay. He, he might be okay. Um, you know, it, there's even a part where George and Louise are talking about their knowledge of black history. And George remembers things like Little Black Sambo. And Louise goes on and she's talking about all she knows are, knows about is she grew up on Disney. So neither of them are really well-versed in black history, which is sad to say, you know, many black, black people in America aren't well-versed about black history. Um, at least, at least even in America. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, I'm guilty of that. Um, I wish I knew more about, you know, black history. Um, I've, I have done very, very little black history research on my own. Um, but it's funny how things are turned around because not until this episode, I found out what the true meaning or who Uncle Tom mm -hmm was actually yeah you know i thought uncle tom meant exactly what george and lionel put it out to be not until this episode you know recently that now i have a better understanding of who uncle tom was and now i want to know because his name was not tom mm -hmm. at all um i want to know where did the, why did they start calling him uncle tom well they because his, there, there's, there was, uh, even while the, while he was living, there was a, um, <clears throat> excuse me, there was a book that was. So was it called Uncle Tom's Cabin? Uncle Tom's Cabin, okay. yeah. So, I mean, I, I know some black history you all don't think I don't know any, but, and in that book, I, I did not read the book. Uh, I will put it in my audio library so I can listen to it you all because like I said in the previous episode I'm not a huge reader but I, I, I will listen um, Summer have you read the Uncle Tom no cabin? I okay. haven't so, so neither one of us knows exactly what the book is really about um, but we could we can tell you that Uncle Tom the person, Uncle Tom, his name was, what was his name, babe? Josiah Henson. Josiah Henson. So I don't know if that's what the book is based off of, but the meaning of Uncle Tom comes from Johanna Hansen. Josiah jo Henson? Johanna Henson. Josiah. Josiah Henson. Mm -hmm. I, I want to know why they called him uh, Uncle Tom mm -hmm. or how did the how did the um saying uncle tom come from him i would would not um but we we even when you look it up it it says a a, a, a black person um considering to be excessively um obedient oh. or servant to a white person and the way uncle ward explained it that's not the case you know uncle tom was this courageous person who um, saved several slaves and took them to to freedom mm -hmm. so he was a very stand-up um, um, black person you know he would he was not a uh, being obedient and a servant to white people if anything he was being disobedient and and taking their slave and taking the slaves to freedom he, he played the part when he 
you know, when he was a slave, he was playing the part. He was doing what he needed to do. But ultimately, yes, he did. He did um, become a fugitive slave and freed other freed other slaves. Yeah. And while Uncle George, sorry, Uncle Ward and George are having a conversation where Uncle Ward explains to him what a Uncle Tom is or who the word Uncle Tom came from, you know, he tells George, like, he's my hero. You know, he helped save slaves from slavery. He stuck up um, to slave masters. Um, he showed black people or slaves a better life. Um, I don't mind <laughs> being called Uncle Tom. And he, he kind of did some reverse psychology on George and asked George, you know, are you an Uncle Tom? Because now he's telling George that Uncle Tom was a, a brave man. Mm-hmm. And so George has to think about it, like, well, am I Uncle Tom? Like he was a brave leader. Right. right. And so, that, yeah, maybe you aren't an Uncle Tom. Yeah, maybe you aren't an Uncle Tom, you <laughs> mm-hmm. know, or whatnot. So um, I, out of all the episodes, I was very happy that I learned uh, something about, like, black history, something that got me intrigued to mm-hmm. find out you know, more about this Uncle Tom thing. Because like I said, you know, we, even today we use the word Uncle Tom. Yeah. You know, um, you know, the the environment I work in, there's a, um, there's mixed um, um, nationality. So we have black, whites, Hispanics, Asian, or whatever. And we see that black person acting, you know, a certain way to a supervisor or manager. Uh, like, you know, Sometimes we say it, <laughs> acting like Uncle Tom over there, you know. Um, mm-hmm. But um, and it, it's weird, you just because you're acting a certain way to a, a supervisor, or manager, or whatever. Um, number one, you know they are your supervisor, or manager, so they deserve that respect somewhat. You know, like okay, you know, you are my supervisor, so <laughs> I am supposed to do what you say or whatever. Yeah. But you have those other people that go the extra mile. You know, yeah. we don't we don't do do. I mean, we have we yeah we don't call people Uncle Tom's that word, but uh, <laughs> yeah, our, our summer um, and I are, work environments are different. Are very different, but yeah, we just just call that brown nosing. Yeah, but um, yeah, it, it was uh, again this this is like the beauty of a sitcom, and especially a black sitcom, in that you know you bring up certain things like you mentioned, you learn something in this episode. You know, you could laugh, you could learn something, you could deal with serious issues. Um, but the one one thing that was so funny is like <laughs> Uncle Ward flipped on uh, Lionel real quick because Lionel was out of pocket. He was just disrespectful, calling him Uncle Tom. I mean, you know, he heard his dad call him Uncle Tom and he just was highly dis- disrespectful, but Uncle Ward got loud. He 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 raised his voice on him, yeah, he, and he like pulled him. You know, he he uh, held him by the arm or whatever. Like, no, you gonna listen to me, right? And I, <laughs> I think I think you I think Uncle Ward took it from George because he he knows how George is, but he decided to say enough is enough. I won't have your son calling me Uncle Tom. Mm-hmm. You know. So we're gonna take care of this right now. Nip this in the bud. And now. he and he did. Mm-hmm. And um Uncle Ward, did he say um colored or how do you explain that to Lionel? He said, yeah, he said, Lionel he said said, uh, uh Negro. 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 Yeah, oh yeah. And so, then he's like, it's black. Yeah. So so um Uncle Ward told Lionel, you know, us Negroes, we have to act a certain way, and and uh, Lionel said it's black, and Uncle Ward began to tell him like, well, I'm I'm an older person, I've come from being called uh, colored Negro, and then he said one other one as well. He said a uh, nigger. Yeah, 
No, yeah, he did because they they said it twice in this episode. Yeah. They said the N word twice in this yeah. episode, and he and said, he said to colored, right? No, to, to Negro. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, and so he was trying to just explain to Lionel how like how much he has been through, and how um, he still has to understand and learn how things have changed because he knows how it was. You mm-hmm. know, he's been called three different, he has three different titles for the race he is. You know, he was colored, Negro, and uh, now he's black. And he was the N-word with the hard R. Yeah, right. So, <laughs> yeah, they, I forgot about that. They said the N-word twice in this episode. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I thought we were done with the N-word, everyone. You know, they said it in episode one. And here we are in episode seven, and, and they say it um, two other times. Mm-hmm. Not that I'm necessarily offended by it, it's just no. more sh- more being shocked mm-hmm. of anything. Um, oh, excuse me. So what happens is um, George, um, Uncle Ward goes through his little his little spiel about you know how it was when he was growing up or whatever, how hard he had to fight with certain things and he's just trying to explain to Lionel you know um, you need to do the same thing you know um, a lot of things I did and we did as as black people are colored as he said mm-hmm. um, we didn't apologize for what we did but it turned out in our favor anyway mm-hmm. so if you feel that you don't need to apologize for what happened at least explain yourself yeah and um, I think that's the, the main point um, Uncle Ward was trying to get across to, to Lionel. And once Lionel and George understood um, Uncle Ward's point, they just looked at him differently. Mm-hmm. You know, he's not an Uncle Tom. He's a, he's a man of his word, you know. Uh, Uncle Tom in the way they were thinking of, right. of, of an Uncle, Uncle Tom. Tom, yeah. So this episode was... Um, it was a it was a educational, educational yeah um episode for 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 me I must say um you know I, I know Uncle Tom his name was not Tom now <laughs> and I, I know um uh, I know the true meaning of it it's funny how you can take a word that means one thing or or something and and have it mean something else right like you know how. Uncle Tom, and like Summer said, maybe he used his Uncle Tom. I'm talking about um, what's his name, babe? Jo- Hanson. Josiah Henson. Jo- jo- Johannes Henson. Jo- I'll jo- just say it. Yeah, Josiah Henson. Yeah, he probably um, used his Uncle Tom ways to get what he want wanted to help free the, the slave. So he probably played the role, mm-hmm. you know, as a, as a servant, obedient to 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 get his way into slave owners homes or whatever to um free slaves so that's probably how the name uncle tom came about i don't i don't know for sure i'm just guessing um that's the way it came about but um we're going to wrap it up and I'm going, now let's go uh, ahead and take a take a quick little break oh, and yes. come back because we have to we have some 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 things we need to talk about again oh, okay. in our in our uh final segment um so Let's take a quick break and we'll be back then to wrap up this episode. Music from this episode is by yours truly, Summer Sky. The single is called About Love and it's available on all digital music and streaming platforms. Check the episode description for more details. Welcome back, everyone. Um, This is going to be the segment where we both asked 
each other what did we get out of the episode um summer what did you get out of this episode the main thing that i got out of this episode was that you know we keep addressing things like not um judging a book by its cover or anything like that so that did come up as well <clears throat> just in terms of how um george perceived uncle ward um but i think one of the things too is that there were so many contradictions with george that really stood out to me in terms of how he judged uncle ward for saying sir so many times and we talked about how george was ta talking business doing business on the, on the phone and he was saying sir yes sir no sir yes sir over and over on the phone while he was conducting business and also another thing too is um even you could consider it an uncle tom move for George to have decided that he was going to go ahead and write this blank check just to get Lionel back into school. Um, it's like he was willing to accept Lionel basically apologizing and yes, sirring the, the Dean just to get himself back into school and pay, um, apologize for something that he didn't do and pay for things. So, that was the thing that stood out to me. It's just like people are really quick to make judgments about people. And they oftentimes are doing the exact same thing. And that makes me think about a lot of what I see on reaction media. That's what social media, social media is a lot of times, reaction media. Where people get on there and they're sharing their opinion about things. And they think they're on one side and they're talking about the people on the other side. And a lot of times they're kind of doing the same things. They're kind of, you know, you'll have one group of people saying, oh, if you do this, that, and the other, then you're intolerant. If you're on this side, then you're part of the intolerant group. But I see a lot of judgment. I see a lot of intolerance um, on all sides. Um, well, I say all sides and some people say there's, there's, there's both sides. Like, you know, if pol politically speaking, you're supposed to be either liberal or conservative or something like that. Right. So it's, there's, there's just two sides. There's only two sides and you're either, you're either with us or against us. <laughs> so, but you, when you look at people arguing and bickering about things online, a lot of times they're saying the exact same thing it's like reading a uh it's like the a fill in the blank um story and you could be saying all the same words and have the similar intentions around what you're saying but you just insert what you want to insert that serves your side's agenda um so for in the in the case of george he would do almost exactly the same thing that, um, or have some of the same mannerisms or, um, use some of the same words rather as uncle Ward and like, yes, sir. No, sir. Okay. We got to get you back in school, Lionel. So, uh, it's in, in one sense, it's inappropriate for uncle Ward to be, to be yes, sirring and no, sirring and, and showing respect for people who, are, are supposed supposedly beneath him like uh, uh, the doorman but in this case he's he's basically by pulling out his check and and being willing to write a blank check for Lionel to get back into school is another form of yes sirring in my opinion so he was being by his definition an Uncle Tom in that sense so it's just that's the thing, the biggest thing that struck me about this episode is how people will criticize others for doing things that they basically will also do, 
when it suits them. Yeah. So that was my biggest takeaway. What about you? Um, for me, first of all, I'm going to say something that you said, how George was willing to just write a check. And that goes on a lot, you know. Um, money talks. Um, there's a lot of times where um, someone is trying to sue a corporation or whatever, and they were like, okay, instead of actually suing us, we're going to write you this check, but you can't say anything. You know, so th- that that's a form of... <laughs> mm. Uh, what you were what you were saying too um and 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 George I don't think he's he would see that if we told him well that's a form of uncle Tom Tomism mm-hmm. uh, you just just go ahead and just write the check and um everything's going to be okay mm-hmm. but uh, what I got out of th- this episode was how uncle Ward was he 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 was showing them how you can apologize without apologizing. Right. <laughs> you know, you can Right. You can right. you can voice or say or tell your side of something and mm-hmm. your feelings and thoughts of how you think about it and that can be apology in itself. Mm-hmm. Um cuz people aren't always looking for a, apology. They just want to know why did you do it most of the time? You know, um, uh, apologies is just icing on on the cake to me. Um, you know, me being a father, um, my daughters growing up, if they did something wrong, I would like to know why. You know, why did you do that? What what what, what prompted you to do that? And then try to explain to them the consequences of what they did. Mm-hmm. Um, so by them saying I'm sorry. It, it it was no need. The next time they did something, they were oh, well, Dad, you know, I did this because of that. And I'm more so like, well, what did you learn out of it or whatnot? So there's definitely ways to apologize without actually saying I'm sorry or I was wrong. Because sometimes you can do something defending yourself, um, but is that wrong? You know, you, you, you can't just let somebody whoop on you without defending yourself. So do you need to apologize for defending yourself? No. You know, you just say, look, I was standing up for myself. I didn't want I didn't want this person to beat me up or right. whatever. So um now it 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 it'll be really funny if if say someone's um assaulting you mm-hmm. and you defend yourself but you end up whooping their ass, excuse me, you end up whooping their butt, do you need to apologize? <laughs> Mm-hmm. Like, not necessarily because I was defending myself. It's just so happened I'm a better fighter than this person here is. <laughs> so you don't always need to apologize. Um, and number two that I got out of this about how in this episode they were sliding in some, some black history mm-hmm. for people that that might have not known the true meaning of Uncle Tom or, you know, they, they, he, they finally put a name to a face of where the word Uncle Tom came from, how they slid that in there. And um, it worked because it, mm-hmm. it, it had me thinking like, oh, okay, let me do a bit of uh, research on, on the Uncle Tom um, wording or, or, or name calling yeah. why why yeah. do we call people uncle tom and it's so easy to just start associating uh, some words with some definition and throwing it around without even knowing the history behind it mm-hmm. so yeah i agree that's important yeah and something you just said how you can um how certain words associate you when you hear certain words you're associated with certain situations mm-hmm. or certain things you know um or whatever, and that's something that we need to stop doing it as well. Because even know. even a person could be called um, Uncle Tom or some other name. Like they were they were really trying. If you are are growing up, let's just take uh, for example a person like Colin Powell. All right, Colin Powell didn't work in the fields, whatever, but he 
speaks a certain way, right? He speaks very properly and, and professionally, and he's a product of his environment, and he sounds a certain way because of how he grew up and who he's around. But you might hear a person who speaks a certain way, and you might be from another neighborhood where you know the the how you speak is just way different it's more street sounding so it's definitely you could just call somebody uncle tom just based on how they're how they're speaking yeah well okay our our daughters they speak very well and my oldest daughter um when she went away to school for college, um, she got tired of people telling her that she sounded white. Um, <laughs> and the, the, the uh, so the way it happened is I actually called her one day <laughs> to check on her and, and she was talking. I asked, I said, why are you talking the way you're talking? <laughs> And it just so happened, some of her friends were around. And she's like, Daddy, I'm just, hold on. She said, hold on. And she went in the room or whatever. She's like, I'm just tired of people telling me that I sound white. So I just, you know, I just switch it up. I just talk the way they talk. And uh, <laughs> I, said, I, told, I, said, I said, I do understand, right? But um, don't let somebody tell you something or call you something change that you're wrong yeah Yeah, that you're wrong Mm -hmm. um and i had to explain to her so if i had to do job interviews (laughs) right and uh who who do you think i'm going to choose someone that speaks uh correctly i had to say proper but correctly or am i going to choose someone that doesn't speak as correctly and you know she pretty much understood what what I was trying to um, explain to her. Um, But she was put in a situation where uh, she wasn't ashamed of it, I don't think. She just got tired of people (laughs) telling her. Yeah, she wasn't having that anymore. So she just just changed it. Yeah. You know? Um, (laughs) And uh, with that said, it's, it's like, be true to yourself. Without a doubt. And um, being true to yourself, Uncle Ward was definitely being true to himself. Sure. He did not let um, George calling him Uncle Tom change who he was or change the way he did things. He stayed true to himself. And that's another thing I got out of this, you know, stay true to you. Mm-hmm. You know, um, Uncle Ward... Um, I'm, he was upset that George called him Uncle Tom, but he knew what type of person George was. Mm-hmm. Um, but he finally got fed up when Lionel was calling him Uncle Tom. And uh, there will be times when you will get fed up of someone calling you something. And yes, you have to finally say something. But still, But after you say what you have to say, continue to be true to yourself. Right. You know, and I think that person will give you more respect and you have gained even more respect because you told them how you felt about what they were saying, but you did not change your ways. You stayed who you are. So that's what I got out of it. That was a lot, but that's what I got out of that 26 minutes of watching the Jeffersons. Yes. Yeah. So. So, yeah, this, uh. This wraps up episode seven of the podcast. I'm having a good time um, chatting with you, Shannon, and talking about this and, uh, yeah, just bringing up issues. And um, like I said, it's always, always interesting to get this education and get these issues um, along with comedy. Um, So, yeah, Stick around for um, episode eight. Uh, Like we said, we're getting through three episodes per week. Um, And yeah, we hope to keep that up, keep that up for you guys. So thank you so much for listening. Once again, I am Summer. 
This is Shannon, and I still have something to say. Oh, sorry. Um, yeah. I would like for, um, if you guys can, follow along with us and um, listen to the episode. I mean, sorry, watch the episodes of the Jeffersons. So you can um, chime in on some, you know, some people comments that they might make about the episodes that they watch. And you guys can agree to disagree on, on some of the subjects that um, the the episodes bring up bring about and some of the points that we make um yeah so just go ahead and catch up with the jeffersons you know start at season one episode one where we started and um that way you have a maybe a a, a better and clearer idea of what we're talking about on each episode we're trying to give you guys a a quick overview of the episode but if you watch along with us maybe you can um understand it even even more and that's all i had to say summer Okay. We can say goodbye now. Okay. Bye, guys. See you guys next time. time. Bye.